0: Harvard Business School Online offers a flexible and engaging way to learn vital business concepts. Our professional certificate courses are offered 100% online and can be completed on your own time. Try a free business lesson at hbsonline.info and discover how Harvard Business School Online can help you take the next step in your career.
1: Go to hbsonline.info today.
2: The following podcast uses profanity in creative ways Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Utah Outcasts. And since we're releasing this on a Wednesday, it's time for you guys to get your second helping of the week. And on this one, we bring you the less timely news items that you uh, that have a bit of a longer shelf life. You know, those damn news items go bad so quickly, especially in Trump's America. So if you're new to the show, welcome. I'm X, I'm your host, and uh, we've got a whole lot to get to, and I don't like wasting people's time. So let's get into it. We have Fun With Real Audio coming up. We have a late edition of the trump roundup we have a rant and then i'll see you guys off for the week anyway here we go with fun with real audio
3: well let me tell you some words of wisdom when you're on god's side you're always on the right side yeah donald trump is on god's side amen that's it dr preach it. amen but and you know what donald trump Uh, exudes a strength. And another great thing that I admire about Donald Trump, he does not lie. He's not a liar. He will tell the truth, even if it's (laughs) not always to his benefit, which is amazing as a politician. I have never seen that in a politician. All
2: right. So, you know, when we do fun with real audio, it's never, it's never a good week to do it. If you don't have a Jim Baker clip to play. And fortunately we've got one for you this week. Yay and uh he's going to be talking about stephen colbert because you know stephen colbert made a joke the other day about how um how trump is what putin's cock holster i think is what he called him. something like that yeah <laughs> oh and boy the the right wing got people just got fucking angry about that Ooh, man
0: yeah it's amazing what's, how in favor of free speech that. they are until someone <laughs> says something they don't like
2: well and the funny thing is like what's wrong with being a cock holster i mean yeah might, there's As one of my favorite local guys says, anybody that's willing to put one of those things in their mouth, you're a fucking hero. Yeah,
3: yeah, you deserve
2: applause. All right, so let's let Jim try to sell us some buckets. Here we go. Get ready. I'm ready.
4: Yep. I know something big's going to happen. You think there's not shaking in the world?
2: It's like he Uh, couldn't figure out what word he just wanted to say there. You feel like there's not. (laughs) he's trying every every kind of phoneme that he could think of before he shaking there you go that's it. shaking definitely that
0: (laughs) maybe it's just his crude understanding of plate tectonics did you think of that (laughs) oh man (laughs) of course not because jesus made the world with one plate and it's called america
2: And if you try telling them that uh America is actually lots of plates all thrown together, they'd be like you fucking liar, you keep you shut your whore mouth. <laughs> if you don't like it, you can get out. You you can get the fuck out of our country.
4: There's warfare. I'll tell you what. There's warfare in our government.
2: We've been really? at war for like the last 60 years as a country. <laughs> like there hasn't been like a generation where we haven't been in some sort of major war.
0: Right, but uh, the way he said it, there's warfare in warfare our government. In our government. Like, uh, is the Senate declaring war on the, co- on the House of Representatives and they're having a paintball fight? Because I'd watch that. <laughs> that would be the best episode of C-SPAN ever. C-SPAN
2: 3. Like, you, got, you got guys from the Senate coming over to the House and fucking annexing chairs and
3: tables from them. <laughs> oh, you thought you had your yay vote? Not today, Motherfucker. <laughs>
2: I'm stealing Bam. I'm stealing the vote counting computer.
3: <laughs>
2: this camera now belongs to the free republic of the Senate. <laughs> and then you get Palpatine showing up saying, I'm the Senate.
4: <laughs> did, uh, did you see the did you see Colbert on the air the other night talking yep. about the president?
3: Mm-hmm. Yes, how dare you?
4: I'm telling you, this isn't normal comedian, happy, funny stuff.
2: Uh uh comedy's okay. not always like fucking that, daddle, daddle, dadda, dadda, you know, yakety sax fucking clown coming out and be like honk 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 throwing pies at the camera. No. No, comedy's yeah. more than that, Jim.
0: You're comedy to me. <laughs> right. And this is the guy who's spent eight years calling the previous president the devil. And now, suddenly, that it's his guy. Well, you're not allowed to say that. You know, you can't but say bad things. has this guy ever seen Colbert before? Ever? It's not like he just suddenly started talking about politics.
2: Yeah. And he's, I mean, if, even if you were talking about like Stephen Colbert from like Comedy Central, like he's, he's been, he fucking had Trump on that show. And Trump mm-hmm. went so far as to say that he had his, that Colbert had his best ratings because Trump was on that one fucking episode. Mm-hmm. Man, I swear to God, that guy is just the biggest piece of shit. Not Colbert, but Trump, of course. But And he, he's he been talking Trump ever since he got elected, and it's helped his ratings. I'm not going to lie. It really has, because he finally found the late night niche that he needed to be talking mm-hmm. about, because he doesn't pull punches.
0: No. And, and that's what we need
2: from our comedians.
0: <laughs> yes. If there's any avenue in which place you know this stuff's supposed to happen, it's comedians, because yeah the old adage you know the, the jester is the only one who can tell the truth to the king well uh we need it because we got the biggest fucking jester in the history of our country right now so uh jester 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 please
2: all right let's see
4: this is hate trump kill trump right
2: calling someone a cock is not saying i hate you trump i want you dead it's not saying that at all it's just saying hey uh If you wouldn't mind, you know, we got American business to worry about, not Russian shit that, you know, you seem to be spending an inordinate amount of time taking care of. Yeah, that's that's um, all he was pretty much saying. If you can, you know, read subtext and understand metaphors, you fucking idiot. (laughs) Oh, there's no second level of understanding with this stuff. No, no. And that's that's the sad thing about this guy and all the people that watch his show and all pretty much all the people that voted for Trump. They see everything at street level. They don't bother digging any further. No,
0: because that makes the thinky parts hurt.
2: Yeah, it's like reading James Comey's letter uh, that he came out with earlier this week where he's pretty much saying his goodbyes. If Mm. you, you know, studied English at all, I mean, we're talking like ninth grade English. If you studied and paid attention at all, you could have seen a whole bunch of fuck yous written in that thing. (laughs) And there was a whole bunch of FBI, do your job. Expose this clown fuck him, fuck him, yeah. fuck him.
0: <laughs> it yeah. was great. I had to learn what a Jaron phrase was. There's
2: nothing in there that I could know. I, get, I have problems when people start talking about, you know, uh, past perfect participles and stuff. And <laughs> yeah. Shut up,
3: people. <laughs> I got a oh, dangling participle for you right here.
2: I <laughs> used to love... I hated English class when I was in school, but it ended up becoming the thing I did with, <laughs> like, writing on various websites and you know doing this show i do like 20 pages worth of notes every fucking week
0: so <laughs> uh, i am so happy i'm an improviser no <sighs> notes <laughs>
2: it it helps when i when i'm going solo it's it's helpful to be able to look at stuff and be like aha bullet point i can say yes. things <laughs> the united states
4: passion. the president recently just signed this amazing bill that allows us to be able to speak freely on our TV shows, on our church pulpits, because there was a Johnson bill.
2: <laughs> there was a Johnson bill. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, it's funny, it's like now we can speak on our show. Uh, Jim, you've been talking pretty much non stop on your show about who you're gonna vote for, who people should vote for. You know, all the stuff if you were actually a church, you wouldn't be you shouldn't not be able to do. So nothing's changed and the thing is he didn't come out with a bill repealing the johnson amendment because that's a fucking amendment you have to have like two-thirds of congress pull that shit back it's not something that's going to be easily just like wiped away no that's not how any of this works and it's an executive order it has Mm -hmm. absolutely no teeth at all Mm -hmm. it's it's scary that he's trying to do that but at the same time it's like fucking idiot
4: it said that we couldn't even talk about politi- political things, but he signed the bill today that told the IRS, "You cannot come for Jim Baker again. You cannot come and take him away because they're they preaching what they believe."
2: All right, I'm going to shut him up there because Jim Baker, you weren't um, you weren't arrested for you know doing the johnson the type of stuff where you know you're 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 like bringing a candidate up and talking about them from the pulpit that's not what you got arrested for no <laughs> you got arrested for you know sexually assaulting jessica hahn you also got arrested for bilking people out of their money with your with your uh what was it what kind of doctrine is it? it's the Oh, uh, it's the the one where you're like, oh, send the Lord your money. But it wasn't just that; it was the fact that you oversold condos and timeshares and stuff. And yeah, there's a good reason you got fucking thrown in jail, and you sh- should still be there, except somebody left like a semicolon off on your your uh your charging documents, and they got it thrown out. But I've been
0: forgiven. So Jesus said it was totes cool. So now uh we're 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 all right. We're a okay because Christ loves me. It's
3: like,
2: Mm -hmm. oh my God, you're terrible, Jim Baker. And i I hope I hope somebody catches him doing some other horrible shit. I mean, I don't want somebody to have horrible shit done unto them, but I hope that he gets caught for whatever the fuck it is that he's doing because tigers don't change their stripes. They, mm -mm. he's he's ripped somebody off.
0: (laughs) Guaranteed. Uh, Yeah. So get on that IRS.
5: Can't wait. From the nation's capital, the McLaughlin group.
4: Issue number five. What number am I thinking of? Patrick cannon She's uh, uh eighty-two.
5: Wrong, uh,
0: Eleanor Cliff. Uh, is it between one and a hundred?
5: 40! Wrong, Morton Kine!
3: 212 Wrong, Jacarino. true
5: Wrong! The correct answer is 134. One... So, you didn't
2: know
3: your parents very well. Wrong! Wrong?
5: Wrong! Right? Wrong!
2: All right, so Pat Buchanan. Uh, I always wonder how this man is still alive with the. I mean, he replaced all of his bodily fluids with a, a, a dark ichor a long time ago. So it, it's amazing that he can actually still talk with, in, in human tongue when, you know, Cthulhu has already changed his mind with everything that he once had t- to talk about. So let, let's hear what the old man has to say here.
1: There's a cultural left and a political left and a media if you will, a conglomerate. It's not a conspiracy, but it is collusion, and they were determined to break and bring down Nixon. From the day he was nominated, they determined, tried to break and bring, and they succeeded.
0: Correct me if I'm wrong here, but Nixon did break the law, did he not? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that was the last time we actually said, hey, uh, you know, this president and thing, there's actual rules to it, and if you don't follow them, you can get in trouble. And then after that, we were like, oh, this was embarrassing. Let's not ever do that again unless somebody gets their dick sucked or something.
2: (laughs) Oh my God. And I went over the, the stats for how like the, the independent commissions that have, have gone on in the past. The longest one so far was not, not the, the Clinton blowjob, but it was the whitewater investigation that went on and it went on for like 1400 days for a special investigation. I was like, good God. That's like, That's like almost five years. That's a long fucking time for an investigation to go on. It's like, and what did you guys find? Uh, A little bit of impropriety, but nothing that's impeachable. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, people. And I bet you Pat Buchanan was right there leading the charge on that shit, too.
1: I to break and bring down Reagan over Iran-Contra. I was in the White House then. Again, broke the the law. the same forces, similar (laughs) forces, are trying to break and bring down Trump. It is transparent. It's right in front of us. I and mean, you can't watch the, more, those briefings and things and, and watch TV, cable TV and the rest of it without seeing this is a real, there's a real animus.
2: Uh, you, you talk about a real animus, you know, people want facts, you know, people kind of get a little bit pissed off and upset when you lie to them. <laughs>
0: yes. Uh, and it, I I would rather go back and hear him portrayed by Kevin Nealon on the old SNL episodes when he was in the McLaughlin group, but that's too much <laughs> to ask for, I think. Huh.
2: I just remember was who was the who was oh fuck who was um Phil uh, what was his name Phil Phil um, Hartman Phil Hartman was doing uh so, Pat Buchanan <laughs> <Yeah,
0: laughs> I just, I just remember that line for some stupid reason <laughs> oh that's right that's who played Pat Buchanan it was it was Phil Hartman and. Dana Carvey just going, wrong, WRONG That, that was one of my favorite things. <laughs> oh my of all time. god, I remember that. <laughs> I even have that to as, to drive I have that in the intro to inciting incident now.
2: <laughs> oh man, Dana Carvey, what happened to his career? He did Master mm. of Disguise and that was pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, that could kill anyone's career though, let's be honest. Well he did do a striking uh impression of Mitch McConnell.
5: You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right, here we go. Nixon they drove out Nixon they maybe out with Nixon. a little help from himself some might argue but he made a
1: lot of mistakes but what about Trump done.
5: are they gonna drive out Trump hey,
1: well, listen yes. they, they tried to do it with Iran contra on Reagan right right it's the same. because he broke the fucking law <laughs> like we kind of have a problem when presidents break laws
2: when politicians willingly like do bad shit like on camera <laughs> it's like and Trump from day one has been breaking the fucking emoluments clause you know he he didn't sign off his business to anybody else. He's like, yeah, I'll show my tax returns after I'm pre- if I win. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> it's like he didn't do that. But, oh, I'm under audit. Fuck you. You don't have to be on. Un- you don't have to be under audit to remove the shit. It's like, mm. and it's just
0: they they drove him out by pointing out that he broke the law. Like, yeah, yeah. uh, but but you know he didn't get a blowjob, so it didn't matter. Hmm. I'm I'm never gonna let that go because that's the one time they almost got their way and impeached someone because of oral sex. And that's it being wrong. You know, I was, I
2: was being charged. Who the fuck was it? That was, uh, was it, was it Buchanan that Pat Buchanan? That was the one leading the charge on the, I bet you it was, or was it Gingrich? I it might've been Newt Gingrich where, yeah, because he was in the middle of, uh, his like third affair, trying to chart, get a president impeached because of him having an affair.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's
2: like, huh? How about that? You're okay with it when it's you, but just because he's got a D next to his name, that makes him some sort of fucking supervillain. Right, right. Good old politics. I, I love this shit.
1: Forces. And look, they've been after Trump, and of course Trump baits them, and he accepts the fact that we're at war.
5: But is he going to succeed? The Are they going to be successful, or is he going to be successful?
1: I mean, it's, this is, he is one third of the way through his first year. <laughs> he's got... Twelve. 12 <laughs> I thought you were more going to say first term. I thought <laughs> but, I missed something. Yeah, his first year, and he's in. His, in uh, you know, about five or six percent of his first term. Yeah, it looks. This looks like this is going to be a fairly bloody battle.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. All
1: the way through. I don't know how it all ends up, but I will say this: it is a little more exciting than having Hillary in there, isn't it? Oh,
2: without a doubt.
3: <laughs> Ugh. More yeah, exciting than having more Hillary. Exciting.
0: There. <laughs> Yeah, because if we had that, we'd have a grown-up in there, and a bunch of people wouldn't be fearing for their friggin' lives. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's more exciting this way. Oh,
2: and I wouldn't have to listen to Lily von Stupp do her "I'm so tired" <laughs> song every week because I can relate. <laughs> God damn it, Pab, you can go away. No one wants to hear from you again. Ugh,
3: go away.
4: What's this? Ten Commandments, yo. Outrageous!
5: This is a courthouse, a house of court, not some holding ground for stone decalogues. Decal-
0: de- decalogues is right, right. That's a... Deca's ten, yes. Uh-
5: Chisler,
3: I command you to stop! All right, be that way. Boo! Chisel me this, Chisler. One, I am Mentok, the mind-taker. Thou shalt have no other mind-takers before me. Two,
5: thou shalt honour your father and mind taker three thou shalt not fair. to
1: down a tiny bit
5: well how long does it take you to chisel jiminy christmas eating a cracker oh don't like that
2: all right so we have the as i like to call them the five foot eight david the gnome clone minus the minus the nice red hat that the guy has that david the gnome had and we've got <laughs> Rig joiner and he's he's the leader of the Past the Salt Ministries. Or, no, wait, that's Dave Davenmeyer. My bad. I'm completely talking out of my ass right now. But uh, Rick Joyner wants to talk to us about Christian prophets, and he's going to say some really incredulous shit
6: as if he wouldn't say anything else. All right, here we go. There were old covenant prophets who knew what even the enemies of Israel, what they were saying in their bedrooms, couldn't hide anything from these prophets. We're in desperate need of such prophets, right?
2: Now. Citation needed. <laughs> Oh wait, no, it's your it's your own comic book. That's right. You you can know what the other person's saying just by looking at the panel above you. That's what it is.
6: In the world. There were prophets that were shocked when anything happened that they didn't foresee. We need to get there. Where we start we should be able to put newspapers out a week before the date.
2: <laughs> what? Okay, well, he's not technically wrong. For for the most part, you should be able to look a week ahead of time and be like, this is probably what's going to happen this week. You know, it should be something that where you can be like, everything is normal. Everything is awesome. Weather's going to be 72 and cloudy. You know, that kind of thing where you should be able to forecast, uh, you know, everyday goings-on in your world. But the thing right. is, we we're not that boring. The world is not that vanilla. You know, there are terrorists out there. There's wonderful protests going on by people there's horrible christians that are molesting people left and right i mean you should be able to see a week ahead of time but the problem is we're humans and we're messy (laughs) and you're not going to be able to call all this shit in advance i don't think but he thinks we should get there i don't why 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 would that be an okay thing to do i mean it's turning into like philip k dicks like pre-crime department kind of shit where he's like. We should be able to read the thoughts of everybody before it happens. It's like no, <laughs> because if thought crime becomes the thing, I'm fucked.
0: <laughs> it, like uh, you know, <laughs> it's the, so
2: hard to understand.
0: I, I, I don't even have words right now. Like I'm just sitting here going, "What? What? <laughs> the like, fuck how this is this a thing?"
2: <laughs> All right. What else does he got to say?
6: And then go for longer. Including sports. You don't need to watch the Super Bowl. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen.
2: I remember somebody did that last year. And oh God, was it hilarious. <laughs> so they're like, oh yeah, this team's going to win by like 35 points. And uh, maybe it wasn't last year. I think it was the year before. And it com- it turned out to be a complete opposite. And everybody was really shocked by it. And I was like, oh, you prophets of God got that one right, did you? And I'm not a footballs kind of person, but it's just like, don't call sports games with your Jesus powers because it just makes you look even more stupid. Keep it keep it in the realm of like uh Ouija, where you can you know make shit up and be somewhat right about it in the in 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 the after tense. You know, like with your Bible and everything. Don't right. Don't try to say Steelers by five. You know, or how hey, oh. the fuck score works. I don't know.
0: <laughs> and it's like of 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 all the things, sports like. Oh. That's what Jesus cares about? Like, I, I have a hard time picturing him going, <laughs> what? World hunger? Oh, no, hold on. The kicker from the Steelers is praying a little bit harder than the one on the other team.
2: <laughs> Can't possibly have that. Nope. Nope. That's just, that is not something that we should have. All right, Rick, what else you got for us? <clears throat> oh, my God.
6: <laughs> now, we had, uh, you know, foretaste of that.
2: A foretaste? You know, when Bob
6: Jones got that word about Atlanta Braves winning the World Series that year. He called it the world serious, and he had a whole revelation about what it would mean. Now, Bob got that word during spring training idiot. when nobody was thinking the Braves.
2: Maybe Bob just liked the Braves. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's the case, you know? Maybe Cubs fans every year are like, oh, this is our year. This is our year. This is our year. And they finally got it right once in like 130 years or some shit like that. It's, it's, it's called sports bandwagoning it's like i support this team and we're gonna go all the way go piggers and how about that local sports team <laughs> and they finally win and you're like see i knew it was going to happen it has right. fuck all to do with god <laughs> and also why take that away from the athletes fuck you guys man <laughs> oh wait, no, god gave him the ability to do that
6: gonna do it but then we were having a conference when the world series was going on and Bob and I both got some of the scores of the games before the games were played.
2: That's not very hard to do with baseball.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty good odds, you know, that the numbers are going to be within a certain level. You know, there, there's very few outlier games. Yeah, you're not exactly going to get
2: like 32 to 3 in the World Series. That 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 kind of shit just doesn't happen. <laughs> God damn it, Rick! I I feel dumber every time I watch one of his videos because he was on to something there for a minute, and then he takes his hard left into fucking sports talk, and it's like, "Are you talking sports? Nobody cares, Rick.
1: Nobody cares.
2: Why don't you talk about Jesus some more? That's what you seem to be good at."
1: I mean, you're not—you're not like as good as Leonardo DiCaprio, but you're okay, I guess. What I mean, you're not Gene Hackman or that guy that played Napoleon Dynamite, but you're okay.
5: I'm nothing. I'm a failure in the eyes of the prophet.
1: Ah! Hey, dude, I'm sorry. I didn't
3: mean it.
5: Go away. Mr. Cruz, come out of the closet. No. Come on, Mr. Cruz. This is ridiculous.
3: I'm never coming out.
2: So, with uh, the Fox News Network, you know, it's quickly becoming the, the propaganda of the, the federal government, especially since I heard they're planning on replacing Spicer and his crew with people producers from fox lately i gotta hope that's not true uh how is well, anyway, that legal i don't know as
1: uh-huh. long
2: as they're not working for fox anymore i don't know but waleed shubat son by the name of teddy shubat i mean his name's theodore but i call him teddy because he's just he's a terrible human being and he deserves any kind of scorn that i can give him <laughs> um he's going to talk about how the network's trying to fill all of its airtime with Pro gay closet Nazis, and you just have to hear him say it himself. So here we go.
5: Bill O'Reilly, he got uh, fired from Fox News because um, he a got fucking moved out creep. of Fox News, whatever term you want to use, because supposedly he was sexually harassing women. I don't buy that bullshit.
2: I'm I'm glad for you, but the thing yeah. is, they were sexually harassed. <laughs> you don't come behind. You don't oh that's a bad phrasing right there you don't uh show up at somebody's desk with like your hand halfway down your pants and be like tell me how your day was you, just, you, you don't you don't yeah. go up to a person of color and be like hey there hot chocolate it's like yeah gross dude you have well bill o'reilly has no game at all <laughs> and so except for the fact that he's rich and ugh, he's just gross as shit and he's been he's been a fucking creep publicly for a long fucking time and we bring it up all the time because you might remember he had that feud with ludicrous <laughs> like <laughs> a number of years back where ludicrous just absolutely destroyed him like on uh i think it was on his word of mouth album <laughs> this shit was funny uh anyway he, he absolutely sexually harassed people that's okay if you don't believe him teddy y- you don't believe most shit except for the most incredulous stuff like jesus yeah this- i don't
5: buy it i think yeah. that is simply a a Reason, it's an excuse to get rid of him. It's really a pretext to get rid of Bill. I don't think that they just felt so bad for these women. I doubt Bill O'Reilly sexually harassed anybody.
4: When- well, you.
2: okay. I, I'm, I'm kind of agreeing with him only a little bit because it wasn't the fact that he sexually harassed people that got him off the network. Because Fox had all sorts of fucking sexual harassment charges against it what it was is he lost over like 50 sponsors because of mm-hmm. the sexual harassment so it's the money they got <laughs> taken off the air not the fact that he did the horrible shit and but the-
0: these are the these are the same kind of people who wonder why women don't like speak up about when they're sexually assaulted and it's because assholes like this are going to say oh i don't believe that actually happened it's like you, there's there's no winning with these people either we're making shit up or you know, it, it we're costing someone his job because there's yeah. no way that guy I like who says the things that I like could possibly do something wrong. It's <laughs> like, there, there's no way to win. There's no way to go forward about what happened to you without being, you know, affirmatively denied for it. Mm-hmm. Hell, I just experienced harassment on my own freaking campus this past yeah. week. And all the channels I have to go through just to prove uh, who I am, I had to freaking pull out my ID and show the person that i have a female gender gender marker just to prove that i had the right to be in the bathroom like it's the these people with their mentality they're always looking to make excuses for someone just because they like who that person is it's bullshit
2: oh yeah prove it mm, prove it and it's like it <clears throat> shouldn't have to fucking prove it if there's somebody that's victimized you should fucking believe them <laughs>
6: first heard
5: about the reports last, last night, that they were possibly going to get rid of Bill O'Reilly. Okay. Um, I just want to say that I did suspect a conspiracy. I did suspect <laughs> a conspiracy. I know. I'm Middle Eastern. Middle Eastern people find a conspiracy in everything.
0: Wow, that's a new one. <laughs> I've never right. heard that before. <laughs> you can't just make up cliches and expect <laughs> them to be like, oh, yep, that's, that's a thing. Just self-disparaged himself. What the fuck? And a whole race of people. It's like,
2: what the fuck, man? And I love the fact that he does all these videos in his like his bedroom. You could see like his decorations in his room behind him with his bed sprawled out behind him, be like, hey ladies, it's a queen size. <laughs> uh,
5: but I did indeed find a conspiracy. And my suspicion, and I'm still holding on to the suspicion, my suspicion is that the reason why they're getting rid of Bill O'Reilly is because they want to get rid of all the old cats in the news business and Fox News. Old they cats? want to get rid of all the old cats and replace them with people who are more pro-homosexual. They're explicitly pro-homosexual. Uh, they're, they're pro-perversion. Oh and God. they are also, <laughs> they could be, that is, closet Nazis.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I got it. I got something to say about this. You know, the, the, do do they know that Jews weren't the only people killed in the Holocaust? Uh, the, the pink triangles, uh, those were a thing too. So the people who were getting killed by Hitler's Germany are also Nazis,
3: <laughs> right?
0: That makes sense. You're going to equate someone who has a thing that you totally don't get, that you totally don't understand but because it's different from what your 2,000-year-old book of Jewish fairy tales teaches, it must somehow also be synonymous with perversion and Nazis. You're just throwing <laughs> words out and hoping they scare enough people to give you money, you fucking idiot.
2: I just I, I adore that term, closet Nazi, because
0: <laughs> that could mean so much stuff. You will keep the
2: wire hangers away from the plastic ones. Or we will have a pogrom. <laughs> it's like, we will send all of the wrinkled clothes to the concentration camps for them to be straightened and whitened. It's like <laughs> closet Nazi. I demand, I. it's like my wife annexing half of my closet space because I don't need it anymore. Like, this is Poland, and now it is ours. <laughs> oh my god, what a terrible human being. And what's wrong with being pro gay? You know they've got Shep Smith and he's gay. Ooh, (laughs) right. But he's still a terribly right wing kind of person. And I, I'm not going to say I hate watching his newscast, but at the same time, it's like he's not my flavor of mouthwash. So,
0: (laughs) well, that's why they're closet gay. I mean, well, closet Nazis. I mean, what closet? Uh, I, I don't know. Whatever whatever buzzword <laughs> they were using to try to scare people. Pro-gay closet Nazi. <laughs> That's the name of my
2: new Doors Punk cover band, though. Love me two times, baby.
3: <laughs> once
2: for tomorrow,
3: once for y- Yestertag!
0: <laughs> today we have the Morrison cover. Yeah. <laughs> I lieber Jim Morrison.
2: It <laughs> schmeckt good, ja yeah? <laughs> God damn it. I love the twist this show can take. All right, we're going to move on.
4: I was sitting at the table. We had finished dinner. We're now having dessert. And we had the most beautiful piece of chocolate cake that you've ever seen. And President she was enjoying it. And I said, Mr. President... Let me explain something to you. This is during dessert. So what happens, is, I said, we've just launched 59 missiles heading to Iraq. Well, you headed to Syria. Yes, heading toward Syria.
2: Since I missed out on giving you guys the Trump roundup on Monday, I figured I'd give you a little bit extra, you know, padded a little bit to make up for it. So let's call this week 16 and one half. So I'm going to start with some of the oldest stuff, and I'm going to work my way into, you know, what happened today as I'm recording this on Tuesday night. Well, it's technically Wednesday as this is being recorded. Uh, the Orange One signed a 1.2 trillion dollar spending bill to extend the EB5 visa program. And you're probably wondering, the fuck is an EB5 visa program? Why do I care about this shit? Well, let me tell you. These are visas that are given out to foreign investors who give the u.s government half a million dollars for the right uh, let's call it a golden ticket or whatever you want to say to come to this country it's shady as fuck that this is being allowed to happen and i i honestly don't think it's something that really needs to be continuing but that's not the worst part and that's a phrase you're going to be hearing a lot tonight and shame on you if you thought it was, because of course, there's always a fiscal lining for the president's pockets, or at least somebody that he knows. And that comes from the fact that this half a million dollar selling point was being pushed by Jared Kushner's side of the family, namely his sister, who was pitching these golden opportunities to Chinese investors at the Beijing Ritz Carlton. The money would be used to invest into the Kushner Companies LLC, uh, which needs about $150 million to develop a Jersey City uh, product. Now, these people, know? No, nobody, nobody wants to go to Jersey. Jesus. So that's how it works. They pay half a million dollars. They get to come here and live as a citizen would. It's buying citizenship, and it's gross, and I really wish it wouldn't happen. Okay, so point number two we have, and I'm sure most of my audience knows this already, but he fucking fired James Comey, head of the FBI. Well, and you might be wondering, because why? Well, that depends on whose side of the story that you want to take. And I'm not talking about Comey himself, because he graciously left his appointment with a lot better mentality than I definitely would have. Can you think back on the last time you were fired and you actually thank the people for it? For the most part, most of us go out in a blaze of glory. It's usually not a good thing when we're fired from a job. Uh, no, what I'm talking about is his staff. Trump staff, That I mean. And the cementing of Trump's pattern of behavior when it comes to the media finding out about things. So first off, Trump and his staff said that he was fired because of memos that came out from the Attorney General Jeff Sessions and his deputy rod something or other um that's fine and dandy but don't shit in our mouths and tell us it's fudge like when you tell us that you're firing him for how he handled the clinton email scandal back in november you remember when they reopened the the humma Abedine thing because they found emails on anthony weiner's computer and it really wouldn't have been a problem because it was a memo that went to the house and the senate saying hey look I'm going to have to reopen this because we have new evidence. And that's when Jason Chaffetz took it and fucking ran with it. And honestly, he should be doing time in fucking Leavenworth right now because he broke the Hatch Act. And that's fucked up. Uh, let's see, what else happened here? We all know the main reason that you're firing the guy, and has a lot more to do with the Russia thing than he cares to admit. Except Shortly after that, Trump does admit that. You heard me right. He could have went on with that stupid-ass story about how it's about Clinton and just had a big old shit-eating grin on his face the entire time, but no. He comes out on national television with Lester Holt, no doubt, saying that he was going to fire Comey regardless of what the DOJ said. This is after he solicited them for excuses to fire him. And he even admitted that he thought that this whole Russia investigation thing was bogus, and that it might go away if Comey was let go. And since I guess, since we're on the topic, uh, we all know Comey's like the the White House white hat FBI chief. Say what you will about what happened in the surprise letter that was leaked by Chaffetz. We already went over that. Um, Comey has been keeping memos of all correspondences with Mr. Trump and presidents past to include phone calls and meetings in person. Trump went so far in one meeting, and this is him like a, like a week after being inaugurated, so far after one meeting to say the following back in February. Actually, okay, so this was in February. I'm thinking about the dinner that happened the week after where Trump demanded his fealty, and he's like, I, I can't do that. So this is in February. He says, I hope you can see your way clear to letting this go. To letting Flynn go, Mr. Trump told Mr. Comey, according to the memo. He is a good guy. I hope you can let this go. Mr. Trump told Mr. Comey that Mr. Flynn had done nothing wrong, according to the memo. Mr. Comey didn't say anything to Mr. Trump about curtailing the investigation. He only replied, I agree. He is a good guy. Could be a perfectly nice guy, but he did break the fucking law. Now, I don't know if this passes the bar of what's considered obstruction of justice, but it's damning, to say the least. And it's not made any better by Trump suggesting that Comey put reporters in prison for publishing classified information. Yeah, that's not how the fucking press works. That's not how the First Amendment works. And Jesus, we're not even halfway there with this shit right now. So on top of the entire shit pile that had been going on the very next day, I'm talking about like 24 hours after he fired Comey. Not even 24. Fuck, it was the morning constitutional. You already know, you know, when you guys all take your phone to the toilet and you're dicking your you're checking your Twitter and you're dicking around. I mean, probably don't want to be dicking around in the bathroom unless you're the only one in there. But Trump alluded to tapes of conversations that he had with people. Like motherfucking Nixon on steroids. Who does shit like this? Luckily, a lot of government offices are very interested to hear these tapes, if they exist. So I'm sure we'll see a subpoena for them very fucking soon. So the next day, this is the day after Comey was fired, a week ago. Keep that in mind. All of this has happened in the span of a week. So the next day after firing Comey, he has a goddamn meeting in the Oval Office in the Oval Office, where he didn't allow any American press. But he sure as shit allowed the Russian foreign minister and Russia's ambassador, you know, both those guys named Sergey. But we all know Mr. Kislyak, you know, the, the Russian ambassador, because of all the contact that Flynn, Manafort, Kushner, and just about everybody else in Trump's cabinet has had contact with him at one point or another. So let me read that again. These assholes... We're in the fucking White House in the goddamned Oval Office with Trump, with no American media to escort or document. And why no American media? Oh, because they weren't invited. However, the Russians were allowed to bring in their own cameraman, who said that they were. he was a personal photographer. Come to find out, he was a two-hat-wearing state media member of the Russian propaganda websites. So Russia had a story in pictures that hit their news before we even got it in America. And that made Trump super mad. That's bullshit. And I'm just about to get warmed up here. So at this meeting, Trump went so far as to casually leak code word classified information to Russians. Let me read that again. He told the Russians about intelligence that is so sensitive that someone could fucking die if it were to be revealed to the wrong people or, you know, to the largest adversary that we have because he decided to go off script when talking about, you know, how great our intelligence is. I can't believe, I can't even begin to tell you how much trouble anybody in my world would be if they did something like that. We're talking code word sensitive. That's above top secret kind of shit. That's like Area 51 type stuff right there. So, we come to find out later that the intelligence that elite was from our biggest ally in the Middle East. And no, I'm not talking about Saudi Arabia. I'm talking about a real democracy, but Israel. Say what you will about their, you know, Zionist ways of building settlements in the West Bank and then Palestinian territory. But you do not fuck up intelligence sharing between allies in order to brag about how good and choice our IC is, you know, the intelligence community. If I recall correctly that didn't Trump just completely shit on the entire intelligence community? Hmm, I seem to remember something like that. So at this point, the scrambling began to cover it all up. And so they went as far to get McMaster to come out for a 20-second press conference. I waited 40 minutes for this asshole to come out, And when he finally comes out, he's out for 20 seconds. And that's about one third of the time I'm able to hang whilst in bed with my wife thinking about baseball. He came out with a non-apology and danced and parsed words carefully, but eventually came out and said that the original article was fake news. Only to have little Donnie get up the next morning for, you know, his morning constitutional. And that means more Twitter and more dicking around. And he started mouthing off about, yeah, I did it. I'm the president, I can do this shit, to a roaring sound of facepalming across the whole fucking nation as the sitting president, just threw his national security advisor, his press secretary, everybody else that was involved in making up that statement the previous day under a bus. You don't do that, Don. You don't. And the last thing that I have to talk about this week, and this one's the the doosiest really, because it just happened, and this is happening on Tuesday in Washington D.C., and it stems from Trump Trump's uh, fawning at Erdogan, you know the 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 Turkish Hitler or whatever you want to call him, Turkish Mussolini, because nobody's as bad as Hitler. Um, his rise to power and the rise of the autocratic government that's going on there in Turkey. You know how he seized control after having a fake coup and all that stuff. Well. We all know that he invited him to the White House, right? Well, Trump is the absolute worst at these kind of things, so he invited and sucked up to Erdogan all week and managed to even piss him off before he even came to the U.S. by agreeing to arm Kurdish militants in Syria. You know, the same folks that Turkey has been killing by the scores of. Um, They are one of the best fighting forces that we have against ISIS right now, and I think they're probably the safest bet when it comes to arming anybody over there. The the Kurdish forces aren't trying to take over shit. They're just trying to stay alive. But that's not the worst, no. The worst came out today. As Erdogan was going to the Turkish embassy here in D.C., there were protesters out in front of the embassy, you know, as it's legal in the United States of fucking America with our First Amendment rights. Uh, Well, Erdogan sent out his bodyguards and attacked American citizens peacefully assembling out in front of their embassy. We're not talking like one or two people in a scuffle. We're talking about uh, ballroom fighting kind of shit. There was like, not ballroom, barroom fighting, fighting, ballroom, nobody, except for ballroom blitz. be a great song to hear while you're in a fight. Anyway, there were like easily 20 people protesting and about 10 security people, uh, uh, as well as a shitload of DC cops there too. This giant brawl happening right in front of the the Turkish embassy. So did that reach you guys? Thugs from Turkey's Mussolini attacked our citizens, American citizens, and nothing happened. There was no us kicking them out of our country, no public apology, nothing except for American citizens being arrested for, quote, causing a disturbance. Don't get it twisted, folks. As long as Trump is allowed to remain in power, we're under the constant threat of having a country that has deep pockets and a nice thing to say about the Cheeto taking more and more of our rights away. It might seem hyperbolic, but you have to be stupid to not see that Russia, Turkey, and China are being invited to the table whilst our longtime allies like Mexico and Canada are being shoved away. This is not normal.
3: It's time to stop. It's time to stop. Okay. No more. Where the fuck are your parents? Who are your parents? I'm going to call Child Protective Services.
6: It's time to stop.
2: Writing is a thing that's always come somewhat easy to me, especially when it's dialogue like this asshole looking at the camera and talking in your guys' earbuds right now is reading right now. It's a gift to have the stream of consciousness that flashes into your head, reach your fingertips and get placed in a range of electrons on the screen that you're reading and still being able to not get too far ahead of yourself. I hope this really isn't too meta for you guys. I mean, those on YouTube right now that are seeing me are watching me read my own words that I wrote earlier in anticipation of reading in front of this camera that I'm planning on doing. It's kind of weird when you think about it. But my rant this week isn't so much of anything really negative. It's more of a call to action for those that feel like they don't know what they're doing, but feel like nobody is hearing their voices. I'm no Shia Labouf giving you the whole just do it thing that he did. Um, I'm more of your everyday schlub that has a hobby that he loves. There's no need for anyone out there to do exactly what I do with this show. There's no need for oodles of notes or scripts. Most podcasts that I've loved listening to and doing uh, tended to be the ones where it was just a big group of friends shooting the shit with each other over topics that I, too, cared about. I guess what I mean is this. If you have a phone with a camera and a halfway decent mic, you can be doing what we do. You can record your thoughts, your feelings, your anticipations, your joys for the world to share. Because right now, this world is scary as fuck for a lot of people out there. And that's probably not going to change anytime soon. But fear not, because even though I said that, the world is actually getting better and better every year. And I think one way that we can all contribute to the world getting better is for you to share your story. The place is a hell of a lot more fun when people from unique backgrounds and diverse thoughts are expressed and shared. I can't emphasize this enough. If you want to do YouTube, start recording videos, paste, put them up there, let make it so anybody can see them, and then learn how to make them better. Same thing that goes with podcasts. Learn how to start recording them, learn how to make them better, and learn how to get them to the world. There's absolutely a demand for everyone to be more open and for more citizen journalism. You don't have to be just the consumer. You can be the supplier, and when you get that first interaction, you'll be hooked. You'll make it a hobby for life. Or you'll give up and never look back. But hey, at least you tried, right? And isn't that what this life is all about without the threat of heaven or hell? Trying new things and having all the experiences we can before we all croak? Anyways, I'm going to wrap it up here. I hope that you guys consider living the world Hear about you and your friends. It's an important story regardless of what others may say or even regardless of what you may think. So I do apologize for being so fucking positive. We now return you to the politics and doom and gloom.
1: Hey y'all, this is Tucker from the Atheist in the Trailer Park podcast, and I might live in a beer can, but I ain't no inbred redneck, and if you listen to my podcast, I'm gonna learn you something. And no, I ain't talking about how to marry your cousin and not have kids with 16 fingers and stuff like that. I mean, I actually talk about real stuff and teach people where the Bible stole its stories from, so y'all give me a listen, would ya? Thank you.
2: All right. Well, that brings it into the feature segment. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on our Friday patron show. That's when we drop the veil of secrecy on our six-month-old exclusive episodes and bring them to the rest of you people out there that haven't seen them, you know, the non-patrons. Those people who do count themselves as one of our patrons have uh, probably already heard it, but have we, they have another 40 or so that they can listen to anytime they want. Anyway, many, many thanks go out to our sustaining patrons, Angelica Pearson, the Godless Revolution Podcast, Louise Cruz, Jeff Linville, Mike and Darcy Bowman, and of course, Rissy Monster herself, Marissa McCool. Remember, we don't only want to credit those that send the show some cash. Uh, we give shout-outs to anybody who gives us a review on iTunes, a subscribe on YouTube, or even a review we got on Facebook, because it really does help us out. We're really grateful to get any kind of reviews in. So go right now, give us a rating if you haven't already, and we'll be sure to give you your due praise. So, a final thanks to Marissa for joining me. She's not with me right now, but I do appreciate her coming out and recording a bunch of stuff with me. But we'll catch you again on Monday with a brand new episode full of current events. Until then, everyone, you're welcome.
3: Yeah.
4: 150 years of breakthroughs, milestones, and triumphs. 150 years of Children's National Hospital. 150 years of generous community support. You can give kids a future where they get freckles instead of chemotherapy and paper cuts instead of surgery. Children's National Hospital. 150 years stronger with your help. Please give today. Visit childrensnational.org slash 150 years. That's childrensnational.org slash 150 years.